Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey beautiful mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. You're listening to me, Deb, and here at Mama's Mission today we're going to be chatting about a solid quiet time. I don't know about you, but have you ever been or you may even be in this stage at the moment where you know you need a solid quiet time, establish a good routine, get in your groove, hear from the Lord, but you just don't know how to do it or you're doing it, it's lasting five minutes, you're not really getting a whole lot out of it, but you feel like you're ticking the box, doing it, move on with the day. I really want to help you out today because I've been there where I've just been so busy that the quiet time was lost and just the beauty of it was lost on me. I had no idea what I was doing and it was so ineffective and five minutes, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, done. And it, it just, yeah, it was just a bit fake to be honest, but I really want to help you get into a routine of some kind where you can actually establish a really solid quiet time. So I really want to talk about that. I have my microphone. I've taken my Gaviscon, which is like antacids, like because the reflux is bad being pregnant. I've got my puku hanging out. I've got my jammies on. It's all good. So that's the beauty of podcasting, eh? You don't have to look glamorous. Thank goodness, because it ain't happening at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we should just crack into it. I don't have like five great tips to create a solid quiet time. I've just got a whole bunch of random tips in no particular order. We'll go through them and hopefully it'll help get you closer to having a solid quiet time where you feel like it's actually beneficial and making a difference and you're really connecting with the Lord. The first point I want to make is baby steps. (laughs) Start somewhere, anywhere, five minutes. Um, I was just saying to you just before that five minutes was all I had, all I made time for. If that's all you have, that's all you have at the moment. You have to start somewhere. So it's really important, just baby steps. I wouldn't suggest going into a quiet time thinking, okay, I have to carve out like an hour each morning. That's just going to be way too overwhelming, I think. So start small, start with baby steps. That's the first thing. It's going to grow and it's going to change as the seasons change in your life. You could have a newborn, as I'm going to be experiencing soon, and my quiet time is going to change completely. Or you could be in a season of life where your children are getting older and needing you less, and you're going to have more time on your hands, so you can invest more time. Every season is different, but yeah, I really suggest you, if you if your quiet time at the moment is like almost non-existent, just start small. Start small. Just start somewhere. 
the next thing I suggest is devotionals. They actually didn't work for me. Getting a devotional and I don't know, I, I hate those ones where it's like May the 5th and then you have to do your devotional because for my personality, I just got a bit stressed if I missed a day. I really like the ones that it's just like day one, day two. But I found that when I was doing devotionals, I would just read the scripture, read the devotional and enjoy it and then a real, real short prayer and that was it. And I just really didn't get a whole lot out of it. And I found that, oh, how do you put it? It's almost like it was milk, like baby food. It was a really great way to get started, but it wasn't giving me that solid quiet time. So don't get me wrong, devotionals still are part of things for me. It's just not what I rely on solely for my quiet time. I've progressed a lot from there. I did start with devotionals, but realized quite quickly that I just wasn't getting a whole lot out of it or connecting with the Lord. And I think he wanted more for me. So I put those to the side. But hey, that's just me. You could be completely different. And devotionals may be your jam. But for me, not so much. The next thing is journaling. Um, I think it's really important to mention that coming up, we're going to be doing a mini series on hearing from the Lord and journaling. Because I mention it all the time but I haven't really unpacked too much on how I go about doing it. So that's really important. Um, but journaling is super important for me. I do it a lot. And that's how I really hear from the Lord on a daily basis. Sometimes it's like mind altering things. <laughs> Other times it's just a simple, I love you. And I think you're doing a good job. Or sometimes it is a, hey, pull your socks up. We got to, we got to work on this, but I'm hearing from all the time through journaling. So watch this space because that's going to be coming up soon. The next thing is um, to get a solid quiet time: Bible reading. And my Bible that I read, I've mentioned before, is She Reads Truth. And I suggest not starting with reading the Bible in a year. I'm doing it at the moment for the first time ever in my Christian walk. And dang, it's intense. Okay, my Bible in a year is like spread out over four different books, a chapter for each book, each each day. It's it's there's a lot to it, and it's quite hard to keep a track of what you've read and where you're going, and really let that scripture soak in. So, I suggest getting into your Word, obviously. That's really important, but maybe not not going too far in depth with a reading plan. Just keep it simple. What I love to do is just find a, a book, pray about which book the Lord would like me to focus on, and it's either a chapter a day or even a few verses, and just meditate on those. Really unpack it. I think that's maybe it's way better to just do it in, in baby bites, especially to begin with. I think linking to that is, for me, getting a solid quiet time was actually getting a revelation of how important God's word actually is because I was all into journaling, hearing heaps from the Lord, you know, getting so much from that and I just kind of put his word to the side and I realized 
I know his word is important, but it was a head thing. It hadn't made it to my heart. So I was really intentional about praying for a revelation on your word, his word and how important it was to me. So I eventually got that and my eyes have been opened. Like every time I'm opening his word, I'm just getting nailed. Even the other day, I think it was, I have to find you that verse. I can leave it in the description. But it was talking about the Israelites and how they were walking around the desert. And even as they were walking around the desert, God was such a good God and he didn't make their feet swell. Okay, people, that may not mean anything to you, but as a pregnant girl who retains water quite a bit, my feet are swelly. And when I read that verse, I was like, yes, I am claiming that. I don't have to put up with swollen feet where people take one look at your feet and think, dang girl, get your feet up. Like they, they look like little sausages. They, it's it's really embarrassing actually, but I use that scripture now and I'm claiming it like I don't have to have swollen feet. If the Israelites can walk around in circles in the desert for 40 years and not get swollen feet, I can do the rest of my pregnancy, which is like, I don't know, a little over 10 weeks. I can do this with no swollen feet. So I'm claiming that verse. <laughs> but yeah, getting a really... A real revelation of how important his word is. And it's not just words on a page. It's, it's There's so much more to it. And every time I open my word, I want him to speak to me. I want him to, I want to connect with him because that's what it is. Like his word is a love letter to us, but it's so much more. It's a teaching guide. It's a way to, for us to understand him more and connect with him more. So yeah, a real revelation of the word was super duper important. Another thing to get a solid quiet time was habits. It's become a real habit for me. I've started the day for I don't know how how long now. It started, as I mentioned in the first point, with baby steps, but it's gradually progressed from there. They say a habit is formed in 18 to 254 days. Okay, that's quite a range, but on average about 66 days forms a new behavior and for that to become automatic. So I, it's just automatic, like it's a non-negotiable, that's how I want to start my day. Often like, okay, some things come up, sometimes you've got to get up really early for things and it doesn't happen and I may do it during another quiet time in the day or I may just not get to it that day but my day always feels a bit off if I haven't started the day with my time with the Lord so I suggest you just think about it as a habit I don't know if this floats your boat this floats my boat but you know having a habit tracker in your planner and going oh, oh yeah gold star for today because you did that girl um, if that's what does it for you, do that. Start small. Yeah, I did. I started my day that way. Or yes, I had my quiet time. If you want your quiet time at the end of the day, go for it. If you want it during a lunch break, you do you. Like whatever works for you, just start with, you know, thinking that this is going to be a habit. And it, it really is a habit. So much so that my daughter knows that even without having the Bible out in front of me in the morning when I'm sitting up in bed, I'm spending time with the Lord. And I really love that she 
knows that about me that as soon as I start my day, I want to dedicate it to him. And I've talked to her about it, why it's really important about it to me. So yeah, and I want to be authentic. I think that's one way that we can disciple really effectively. We have to lead. I can't lead with, um, I don't want to be the blind leading the blind. <laughs> I want to be leading from a great place and like a yeah, pretty solid with my quiet time. So I want to show her that as well. The last tip I've got on creating a solid, a solid quiet time is you, you probably don't want to hear it, but you've got to make the time. Just like with habits, you know, you've got to get intentional. And what I do is I get up early, as I've mentioned before. I get up, you know, quite a bit earlier than my daughter. And again, as I was mentioning with seasons, this is going to change completely when we have a newborn. I'm going to have to navigate, you know, maybe during nap times, for example, that that's when my quiet time might take place instead. But for now, this is what we're doing. And I get up earlier and I love it. The other day, um, you know, we've still been in slight holiday mode because my daughter is still on holiday, not at school yet. And I woke up late and... I thought, okay, she's not up yet. I'll get crack into my word, crack into my quiet time. And it just didn't happen because next minute she's coming into my room and, you know, bugging me about what she can do in her room while she waits for me to be ready to get up with her. And it was just painful. And I came out really frustrated that I hadn't got to spend time with the Lord and my normal routine I felt like I had gotten off on the wrong foot in the day and I prayed about it and I was like God you got to change my attitude because it does suck and I am unfortunately taken out of my daughter and that's not fair but that's just what happened and I realized it was totally my fault I slept through the alarm I was a bit lazy and therefore I wasn't getting my quiet time done so I think we really got to start making the time, getting intentional. God is super important, or we say that he is, but it's not reflected in our schedules. And I think when I had a real fluffy, quiet time, where it was just a five-minute thing and then wham, bam, done, in that time, I totally wasn't making the time. I would get up as late as I possibly could, do a quick quiet time and then get myself ready for work and invest way more time into looking at myself in the mirror, getting myself ready for work rather than actually taking care of my soul. So, okay, that may be kind of hard to hear for some of us, but I don't want to be I don't want to be doing that. Like I want to be investing way more time hanging out with God rather than actually focusing on my parents and things like that because those things aren't as important. So I hope that you've been encouraged in some way to take at least one of these tips and go forward into establishing a really solid quiet time. I have done an episode already which I'll link in the description called My Morning Time with God 101. So that's where I unpack everything that I do now. So if you're interested in that, check out the description because that'll really be quite clear to you on how I actually go about my quiet time. But I really wanted to do this episode for if there's anyone out there who's listening and they're kind of like, I know that a quiet time is a good idea. I just don't know how to establish 
a really solid quiet time. I don't I don't know how to get there. I hope you take at least one of these tips and implement it. And yeah, go with it. I would love to hear if you have or if you've even got completely different tips on how you've solidified a quiet time. That'd be great to hear as well. I want to also mention before I sign off for this week that I have got a newsletter that comes out every week and I would love it if you would join. I'll leave the um, the link in the description on how to become part of the family but it's great. I send out letters each week like okay not letters plural one and it's going to tell you about the podcast episode. It's going to tell you about any upcoming news I might keep you posted with anything super exciting in my personal life, although um, newsflash, it's not that amazing and, and interesting. But hey, you know, if if that floats your boat, like gets you interested, let's go with it. Anyway, I want to thank you so much for listening today. I hope you are blessed in some way through this episode and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.